win championships. Not one, championships. Not LeBron, tell us about that. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. No question about it, I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number two of the Battered Heat Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Granato, alongside me, as always, three other battered fans. And uh, the Heat are on pace to win 82 games. They are undefeated. And I think everything's good in the world. So, uh, so let me start from, from left to right. Chris, how you doing, sir? Uh, good so far. I mean, look, it's squeaking out a win by one by 100 yeah. points. A win is a win at the end of the day, right? For sure, that, that that's how you got to look at it, right? Yeah. Uh, what's going on, Italy? What's going on, guys? I'm happy about the win, but hey, there's always aches and pains during four quarters. So I'm still here, and we're still doing this. <laughs> and last but not least, Solana, I know you were at the game, so definitely want to hear from you. How, how What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, boys? Hey, uh, bro, a win is a win in my book. I mean, it was game one. Um, honestly, I thought with 10 minutes left, I thought we had it in the bag, man. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I thought we had it in the bag. I think everybody I even told did. my wife. I told my wife, I was like, if we're up 20 with like eight, seven minutes, I was like, let's go home early. Maybe we'll stop and get an ice cream somewhere. You know, it was date <laughs> night, bro. And then they start coming back and I'm like, ah, oh, typical heat, man. I talk to my boy that sits next to me every year. And I'm like, bro, are we ever going to get to go home early? Like, ever? Like, bro. <laughs> so, well, bro, at the end of the day, a win is a win. Um, And, bro, I, I guess with this team, it's going to be expected, right? Oh, yeah. That 14-0 and 0 run that they went on in the fourth quarter, to me personally, was unexpected. Because I felt – and I guess they're a young team. And Kate Cunningham is a baller. So they don't know any better. But usually, maybe if it's against a veteran team, they're like, you know what? We'll get them, we'll get them next time. But this young team came back. And uh, maybe it's the heat. Maybe I, I have a question for you, and I'll start with Solana. Do you question the fact that they didn't play much during the preseason? Because I feel like last night's game was almost like a preseason game with all the, the experimenting with lineups and stuff like that. Like, that's what preseason's for, but Eric Spolster doesn't really use it that way. Do you think he should have? I mean... I don't know, man. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was pretty surprised to see so many players off the bench so early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't think Spo was going to go. I think he went almost 11 deep last night, if, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely That's 10 right deep. So, so I was definitely surprised to see Drew Smith get some minutes. But I was happy. 10 deep. 10 deep. I was happy with Drew Smith's minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get. I, I don't want to get started on JJJ. I'm gonna let Italy, you know, go off on JJJ. I can, <laughs> I can feel, I can feel like, you know, right here through the screen. I can just feel that he just wants to go talk about JJJ. But, bro, let me tell you. Overall, I was surprised that we went ten deep, but I think it just shows you how confident Bo is in, you know, in the bench and going to these young players. Um, and and I think it's good that they're he's doing that early in the season, right? Uh, sure. you know, that way you get the yeah. experience now. So later on in the, you know, in, in the season, they already got the minutes under them. They, you know, they've got those crunch time minutes, uh, and those minutes against big players. And before I go to Italy, cause I know Italy loves JJJ. I'm going to go to Chris. Cause Chris was talking about Drew last night. He yeah. really liked what he saw from Drew. What were you thinking about all the, the, the second unit players that, that we uh, made, got some time last night, Chris? 
Well, I, that one player, Drew Drew Smith, is someone that definitely stood out to me because you could just tell that right off the bat, he is really good offensively, and defensively, he's he's even more hype uh, in terms of like his intensity. He goes in for steals. He plays very aggressive defense, and it kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of last year when we had Gabe Vincent, where he just kind of went balls to the wall, and I, I enjoy that out of a point guard. You, you know, you sometimes you don't get that in point guards these days, and so to be able to find that in a point guard, especially a backup, we have another point guard that he might be giving Kyle Lowry a little bit of the business. Mm-hmm. So oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get to Kyle Lowry for sure. But before oh, yeah. we do, go go ahead, uh, Italy. What what did you think about the second unit last night? I think, I mean, for what for for what we had and how much faith Spo put in them, I, I think they did okay. You could tell that the team was gassed the last two, two and a half minutes, even some parts of the fourth quarter. But, I mean, I, I like the depth that we got. Bryant, I mean, surprise for people. I know Daniel were talking about it last episode. And, of course, JJJ, man, six, six points, two rebounds, two assists. I call him Energizer Bunny now. He is the Energizer Bunny. I love every everything what's what's happening with that right now. I really liked what I saw out of Jaime. He, when I watched him pump fake and the defenders mm-hmm. bite on those pump fakes, it, you could tell that he's yeah. polished, right? People yeah. don't like he's drafting. He's shifty, yeah. People don't like those getting drafting those four year college players, but there's benefits to that. His game yeah. is more polished than your usual rookie, and you could mm-hmm. tell, especially offensively. Now, some of the lineups that I saw him in. When you have him with uh, with Bryant, Duncan, Hero, and I mm, forgot yeah. who else was out there, it, it, it's it's at that point, and he's running he's running the ball, he's 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 bringing the ball up. I thought it was it was interesting that it looks like they're gonna give a lot of trust into Jaime. Yeah, um, agreed. But um, overall, I thought the second unit looked sometimes better than the first unit, so I definitely like what I saw. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. All right, so. Solana, any players that stood out to you last night? Sorry, can you repeat that, man? Man, uh, well, are there, so were there any? Little... So were there any players, Solana, that stood out to you in last night's game, other than a, I, I would imagine the starting five? I mean, yeah, I, I, like I said, uh, Drew Smith to me uh, was was awesome. I think on the defensive end, uh, offensively, he... I think he doesn't give us too much though. No, he doesn't, but but that's okay because when he's in there, if you saw the lineup that he was in there with, he was in there with Hero. Hero's going to probably lead that second unit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was in there with JJJ. You saw that yeah. intensity that he plays with. I mean, somebody – I think I saw a tweet say, uh, and I just – I couldn't help but laugh. Uh, they said that he's like Jimmy Butler's son from from Mexico or something. I'm like, <laughs> dude, that's the freaking hilarious, man. But you can yeah. see he plays with that same intensity, man. And, and I, I I meant to tweet it last night at the game, but did you guys notice that pump fake? He did it two or three times, and yeah. all three times yeah. he they got did. his man up in the air. And mm-hmm. so I mean, the only other person in a Heat uniform that's been able to do that, and like, like I said, I've been a season ticket holder since forever. Been a Heat fan since. You know, year one, the only other player is D-Wade. I, that's, that's a pretty high standard that you're putting him up there with. Mm-hmm. But, look, like I said, four-year player, I, I thought he looked polished. His offensive game looked smooth. I, he was only three for three, so obviously didn't do too much. 
But he was handling the rock with that second unit, and I really like what I saw. Chris? Well, I mean, the thing you got to consider also is, and, and we're talking about Drew Smith here, right? Or we're talking about Drew. Yeah, Jaime Jacques, he is a really phenomenal player because we're talking about he only put in about 13, 14 minutes, right? And he, he's not necessarily going to have the impact, especially if he's going to be playing with players like you know, Butler and Hero right. on the court with him, right? I mean, they're yeah. going to get the ball most of the time. But the fact that he's able to make such shifty moves and to be able to be that kind of player that doesn't have like this one dimension, like another player that stood out to me uh, just before you asked me the question later on, Duncan Robinson stood yeah. out to me too. Because Duncan Robinson, he's, you could tell, and hopefully this, this carries on, but you could tell that he's gone from this one-dimensional player to, mm. I mean, he's making pump fakes and driving to the lane, yes. driving it in. And yeah. the fact that you have that in your in your in your number two, right, your shooting guard, that's something that's hard to find too, you know. So this team right now, I think that we have a really good problem in our hands. Agreed. And I, I love the way that Duncan kind of plays with his man because he gets close enough to Jimmy where they're going to cheat off of him yes. to kind of get closer to Jimmy. And then he does a back cut. And and Bam is Bam and Duncan, I think, have a, a nice chemistry going because Bam is usually the Agreed. person that ca that catches him with those those uh, those uh, back screens. So I, I really like yeah. what I saw from Duncan also. Now hey, we talked uh, about that. We talked about that on on the opening show the other night about those yeah. backdoor cuts and yeah. about how how we should look for Duncan to be making those backdoor cuts. So right. we shouldn't be surprised that that Spo's going to that play and, and that he went to it, you know, two, three, four times, and it worked almost every time. Um, and then that allowed Duncan to get open and make a couple threes there in the third and fourth quarter. So we talked about it the other day, and look, Spo put it in action. And dude, if he keeps playing like that. It's gonna it's gonna mean that you know Spo's gonna have to keep him inside the in the rotation, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. Now I have a question for you guys. Now Duncan Robinson did have a good game, but he only took five threes. He was three mm -hmm. for five. I think out of Duncan Robinson, you want him to take at least seven or eight threes a game. Agreed. Like I with, with with the the Heat were I want to say last in the league in three point attempts last year. Duncan and, and, and Hero have to be the leaders in that. They need to put up a couple more threes, especially when it's Duncan. Three for five. Jack up another two or three. Now, obviously, yeah. it's in the flow of the game, and if it doesn't present itself, it doesn't. Yeah. But just looking at the stat line, three for five, you kind of want to see that a little more. Somebody that wasn't shy about putting shots up, yeah. Tyler Hero. Yeah. Now, we talked about it last, week, last uh, episode. We said, who's going to lead the team in scoring? And I said, although I think it's Bam – I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler goes for it because I think with everything that happened in the offseason, he's going to be aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I said, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if this is going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Last night, it necessarily wasn't a good thing. So I'll go to you, Italy. What did you think about Tyler Hero's performance last night? The way he went, he was 7 for 24 last Four, night. Four, yeah. He wasn't I shy. He, I mean, and we should, we should even expect him to do even a little bit more. But... I think first game coming back, I mean, I, I think he did well. I, he took a, he took a advantage of other people's mistakes out there. He was shifty. You could tell how much chemistry he has with Jimmy and Bam out there again. And I, I also 
just like with the 16 points, eventually he'll get back to his 20 points a game and a little bit over. And it's the first game. Still experimenting, still trying to find the chemistry again. And so far, I think he's doing well. I don't know, man. Chris? I yeah, don't okay, know, so man. I know, me, me and Chris, we, you said Italy's like, I think he's doing well. And me and Chris I, I like so far. Head, like, so, Chris, you go first, man. I got a lot uh, to right. say about that. So here's the thing, right? It's the first game. So you, you can't put too much okay. behind it, right? But here's the, here's the deal. This is the bottom line. When you're talking about one of your top two to three players, you're not wanting him to jack up 24 shots and go under 30%. That's just horrible. And the fact that he's putting up so many shots and not hitting at a very decent clip, that's problematic. And if he's not going to be dishing it out when he's not being effective, then it's like what Danny said. It's, pro- it's going to be problematic. Right, You have Jimmy Butler who jacked up 18 field goals and he hit it at a 33% clip. If he would have jacked up another six shots just to match Tyler Hero, I'm sure he would have been able to put in at least three field goals out of the next six shots. So the fact that Tyler Hero is jacking up so many shots, I mean, I get it. It's the first game. If there's any time you want to get your feelers out, it's right now. But Tyler Hero jacking up 24 shots and only hitting at 29%. That's not going to do it for me. That's yeah, not, I, that's not going to do it for me. I, I completely agree with you, Chris. Uh, Italy, man. I, I can't as much of as of, of a homer as I am with the Heat, man. You're you're more of a homer than I am. Uh, no way, no First way. Game. Am for I now? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The only thing, the only credit, or I, I don't know if credit, but the only thing I could say about that is, look, he was leading a second unit that was extremely inexperienced because. You had JJJ in there. You had Drew Smith. So maybe he took some shots that he might not take. Maybe, you know, in the future when you have, you know, a Josh Richardson in that second unit, you know, when you have other players that are coming back from injury in that second unit, he might not have that same opportunity and he might not be or have to be that aggressive. Remember, no uh, Haywood Heisman. He would have taken some shots. And uh, you had a, 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 a Martin who was not that effective yesterday. He was a little off. Yeah. It was an off day for him. So, you know, he, again, he didn't take as many shots that he is, as he normally would, you know, as well. So I don't know, man, I agree. I think it's, it's, he didn't play well yesterday, but he just took unnecessary shots that he doesn't have to take. So I, I you know, I think as the season goes on, you'll see him get better and maybe get into a groove with that second unit. Efficiency is important. And when you look at the, the field goal attempts, the leading score was Bam Adebayo. Yeah. And I think he 22. needs to be more aggressive. I think he needs to take more shots. He was leading the, the team with 22 points. He only took 13 shots. Tyler Hero only had 16 points, and he's put up 24 shots. Like, Bam needs to be more productive, needs to be more aggressive. And Tyler Hero, if you don't got it going, it's okay. Live to fight another day, but figure out another way to contribute. Because now, defensively, I was surprised. I thought Tyler Hero was having a better defensive game than I'm used to. So that I was happy with, but man, that was, that was frustrating to watch him just keep chucking them up. But I, and I have something that I want to also put into this because, you know, as uh, some of us have played basketball and I, the one thing that I look at when you're a player like Tyler hero, and if you got players like, for example, Duncan Robinson and Kevin love that you're on the floor with, Mm -hmm. and you know that they're going to space the court, if you know that they're going to give enough space for you to be able to kick, to drive and dump, 
then you need to be able to create for your teammates, right? I mean, he's not a standard, you know, point guard. He's an attacking uh, shooting guard. But at the same time, it's like, well, if you know that you're not feeling it and you're not getting the ball in the basket, you got to kick it to the guys that are waiting on the outside that once you cover, once you get that double team, you're dishing it out and you got a wide open Duncan Robinson that's just going to body slam a three-pointer and lift the crowd up. I mean, to be honest, it's kind of a blessing that we won by one point because this game quite possibly could have been a loss. And we're talking about a team that wasn't that wasn't really good. I mean, Danny, we listen in the second half and in the second half the uh, the Detroit Pistons they ended up taking the lead on each quarter. The momentum was theirs. So if, if if we're talking about Tyler Hero and we're looking at him and from a second half perspective, I mean Tyler Hero, you're going four for twelve. Get out of here. You're going four yeah. for twelve. You need to, you need to stop. Yeah. Look, uh, uh, I mean, uh, look, things. A couple of things that worried me about yesterday, and and the reason that this that I labeled this show a uh, new season same team was because they only took twenty two three point shots. The, uh, in uh, the average for an NBA team last year was 35, right? So the Heat need to put up more three. In, in today's NBA, unfortunately, maybe when you get to the playoffs, you can slow it down. But we need it, and not only just take more, but make more. Now, and that that's a whole other issue all in itself. They were out rebounded. That's okay. But what what I think the, the part that worried me the most was the lineup of when you had Bryant, Hero, and Duncan all out there at the same time. Who's playing defense in that lineup? Now, I understand that Highsmith's injured and maybe he'll have some minutes in that second unit, but that, that that's kind of scary to have. Go ahead. You have Highsmith. Uh, I'm sorry. You have Hero, Duncan, and Brian holding it down. Like, I'm not sure what you're expecting. So um, th- that was worrisome for me also. Any cause for worry from you, Solana? I mean, no, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, th- I think – I mean, the episode is is what it is. Uh, you know, new season, same team. I think we're going to have to expect a lot of close games with this team. It's just what it's going to yeah. be this year. Um, That's like what it was I said, last year. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, it, it was the year. same yeah. as last year. So it's going to yeah. be the same. That's going to be the same thing. Uh, we're going to have to endure, you know, maybe 40 to 50 games that are going to be close, that are going to go down to the wire. You know, we're going to have, you know, sometimes it's going to be the third quarter, the, you know, the third quarter. Sometimes it's going to be the second <laughs> quarter. I, mean, I had never heard that term before. You never heard that? How. Yeah, bro. No. For the heat, bro. For the heat, it's always the third quarter, bro. Always. If you, if you <laughs> yeah, haven't noticed. It so, it yeah, it is. is. Yeah. So well, at least one. Absolutely. So, I mean, look, I think it's going to be the same thing as, as last year. It, it, it's just the team that we have. And, I mean, bro, honestly, Chris, going back to what you were saying, I yesterday it would have been better had they lost have learned something from that for and, sure and literally winning by one point i mean it almost looked like team where like you knew they were gonna win and they almost like like the, they're put off the pedal and then yeah and the distance like Dave cunningham was like no you're gonna take yeah. the pedal boom he just started yeah. bucket, listen Cade cunningham literally pulled Baller. a backpack job on this team yeah he carried the pistons and and let me tell you something. That kid is nasty. Yeah. That kid is yeah. nasty. And now, now I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I am happy about, though, Danny. And I don't know What's if up? we're gonna be moving into any sort of uh, th- talking about happiness or whatnot. But 
Thomas Bryant, with only 15 minutes, went two for five. And I think he had, what was it? He had about, he had 15, he, I'm sorry, he had eight points. Eight and, points. And total rebounds were six. Six. Yeah. Now that's half, that's half the time, if not a little less than half the time, that Bam was on the court. And so the fact that, for example, Thomas Bryant was able to sort of give us those stats with the limited amount of time that he had, that makes me happy because now I know that we have a pretty decent backup to mm -hmm. Bam Adebayo instead of uh, what's-his-face that I mentioned uh, last episode. Yeah. Deadman? Wor <laughs> Worthlessguy.org. No, what's Zeller. his name? Zeller. Zeller. Yeah, Cody Zeller. <laughs> so now, we, now it seems like we have a pretty decent backup. He's a physical player. So that's one thing that I'm kind of excited about. So Defense, defensively, to... he's horrible though. That's my that's my yeah, worry that's... with him. He, he, yeah. He's horrible defensively. So I, I'll talk about one more thing that I thought was a negative before we start talking about the positives. Kyle Lowry. Oh God. Yeah. Jeez. So when you talk about yeah. a back a backcourt of Tyler Hero and Kyle Lowry combined, they put up 25 shots, but 24 of those were from Tyler Hero. Kyle Lowry was playing like Ben Simmons. He was scared to shoot. He wasn't putting up any shots. He wasn't being aggressive. How are and we feeling about even, Kyle Lowry? And he wasn't even he wasn't even creating. He only yeah. had two no, assists. No, no, no. no. He so, wasn't doing anything. Yeah, we're talking he wasn't about even our effective. We're talking about our starting point guard playing 32 minutes. And not only are you not putting the ball in the basket because you're an aggressive point guard. But you're not even throwing them up. And then not only are you not throwing them up, but then you're not even giving it to other guys to throw them up. So like, what's going on, Kyle Lowry? Like, if I would have given half of your minutes to Drew Smith, I mean, would it have been a different outcome? I mean, I mean won, let's consider so. that. I mean, I mean, uh... I, look, I, I saw the face that you put, Solana, and you too, Jet, but like, let's let's call a spade a spade. Like Kyle Lowry is not in the in the he's not in the greatest shape and it's kind of wrong because I'm, yeah. I'm a i'm a chunky guy so i'm calling a guy that's literally in shape for the national basketball association right but at the same time it's like dude you're a starting point guard and he's way better than zero for one i mean come on this is your first game you're telling me you're not gassed up to be able to put some points up or to be able to get some assist like his stat line should have been completely different Am I wrong? I think... Am I wrong, Italy Jet? I'll, I'll start with Italy Jet. I'll move it over Go to ahead. Italy Jet. Uh, Italy, tell me if I'm wrong here because, I mean, Cal Lowry, like I said, to me, he just didn't cut it last night. For the money that we're paying him in all offseason, thinks he's reinvented himself. There's a lot of twos and zeros on there. No, you bench him at the second half. That's it. No, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's unacceptable. And Solana, you're smiling, but it's true. Well, let's see what Solana has to say. So, Solana, it sounds like you're brewing there. So, what, do you think I'm wrong with my with my Kyle Lowry take here? Honestly, the only reason I knew Kyle Lowry was playing was because Mike B introduced him at the beginning of the game. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have even known he was playing, man. Um, Could have been the janitor yeah. playing, and you would have uh, never known. Nah, I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Um, but, but he was a, a, an absolute non-factor in the game, yeah. an absolute non-factor. And that's not what you want from 
uh, you know, like it. I, and I've I've already seen four the turnovers. Who, who the treasurer on the show is going to be? The treasurer on the show and keep you know basically the GM is going to be Italy Jet. He's got I see he's got the salaries there. He's ready to go. Uh, so I I can see that already, man. So for what he's making, like Italy said, bro, it's not going to cut it. I mean, I don't think you bench him. I think you I think you you have to play him. You know, because of what he's making. Oh, he's making, yeah. You can't just put in Drew Smith, but. You got to be careful when guys like you know Haywood Highsmith come back, guys like Josh Richardson come come back. That's gonna give Spo a couple other options to go to, and that could you know maybe reduce his minutes a little bit because you know you can throw in a Haywood Highsmith and he can play the two through four, and you can put Jamie or Tyler at the one. Boom, you got a team right there, and you know yeah. Kyle's gonna be riding riding the pine. The yeah. thing is with this Heat team, this is one of the, the those teams that doesn't really run their offense through their point guard. Like when when they set up half no. court, they give the ball to Jimmy. They give the ball to Hero. They have Bam running DHOs from the top of the key. So it, it's it, it's weird because I kind of want to jump on Kyle Lowry for this, but at the same time, in this offense, I think he doesn't really fit this this offense because no. he's not a great shooter. He's not aggressive. He's older. He's not defensively. He's not what he once was. So I think he's kind of just lost and. I mean, if there was a better backup, because I know you guys are, are talking great about Drew Smith. I, I watched him last year. He he's, he's okay. I I think if there was a better option at point guard as a backup, he might lose his starting job. But I don't think that there is a better option. So I think that he's going to be it. Last didn't they experiment with Tyler Hero a couple years ago at point guard? Yeah, and that was yeah yeah. And I don't I don't know if they're going to try that again because I don't think that that worked out very well. But I don't see Drew Smith starting either. So I think you're in for a, a good dose of Kyle Lowry for the rest of the season. I don't know, man. You always know that Riley, you know, Riley's cooking. Everybody cooking. always says. He always is. Everybody yeah. always, you know, we've been hearing it all year that somebody mm-hmm. up there in Fort Lauderdale has right. been cooking. Hendy's been cooking all year. Well, let me tell you, bro. King Riles, the godfather. Caught the rot. The, rot. Yeah. the godfather is <laughs> always cooking and if there's something that this uh magic johnson series on hbo has taught us let me tell you bro showtime riley is the fucking man bro that guy Mm. would grit after grit after grit and that guy is the man bro i give all my respect at riley and i will never doubt him and his henchman alonzo morning alfonso morning is henchman all right, yeah. so uh, before we wrap it up, I know because it's it's hard because we're, we're like harping on one game in the first game of 82, so we can't dissect it that much, right? Usually in these episodes, we're going to be talking about four or five games at a time. So it, it's kind of hard to harp on, especially one NBA game because yeah. we just have all And that's the first game. It, so. Yeah, right. exactly. So, exactly right. But I, I did want to talk about a couple positives. Kevin Love, who I don't yes. expect to be a starter the whole season, had one hell of a game. If he keeps playing like that, he'll shut me up, and maybe he will be the starter the whole year. But I thought he might lose his starting job. I thought he had a great game, three for six from three. He had 13 points, 10 rebounds, great game. Jimmy Butler had what was, oddly enough, even statistically it looks good, but I thought it was a quiet night. Yeah, He ended quiet. up with 13 rebounds, but I think it's because he, like, like it was like his own rebounds. He'd miss or get blocked and get it back. So it almost, like, inflated his stats. And um, and honestly, Jack is uh, Jaime. I thought it was a great debut for him, and I'm really excited to see him. Like yeah. Solana was saying, that pump fake looks smooth, mm-hmm. and I think that he's going to do great. Anybody that I miss? Yeah. Anybody that stood out to you, Chris? No, yeah. I mean, I already went over that, right? Uh, Thomas Bryant stood out to me. And, That's uh, right. Thomas Bryant. That's right. You did say that. Yeah, huh? and Drew Smith stood out to me. So, yeah, man. 
So we're feeling good about game one, 1-0, one on pace for 82 wins. And, uh, I mean, everything's good, right? Yeah. yeah Energizer good, bunny movement. Let's go. All and, right, they, so, uh, and the Heat yeah. actually got a new jersey, no, Danny? Yes, that's what oh. I was about to jump into real quick. Before oh. we finish, I did want to touch on this because we didn't touch on it last week. Well, I don't think it was even released. Oh. So the Heat released their City Edition jersey. Now, I honestly believe that the Miami Heat have been the team with the best City Edition jersey for the last, what is it, like four or five years that they've been doing this? Hands down. Vice City and the mashups. Nobody comes close. Mm-hmm. But they went ahead and they dropped a new one. And I'm going to put it up here on screen for those of you watching on YouTube, even though you've probably seen it already. Well, actually, I don't have it yet. But I want to know what you guys think about these new jerseys because me personally – I am not a fan. And uh, here it goes. It, it's it's the plainest jersey. It might as well just say Los Heat, right? It looks just like one of those jerseys. Like it, It's literally, it just says Heat, and they put in the Heat font culture under it. Danny, Danny, you know what it looks like? I was, I was actually talking about it with a friend last night. Dude, it looks like you ever play ba- basketball at Tamiami Park? Yeah. Oh, those those, those bootleg uh, Optimus jerseys. Yeah, yeah, like those. That's what it looks like, man. <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're playing yeah. like a, you're playing like basketball flag ammy. Let's go, and it could be reversible. That's what it looks like. But absolute embarrassment. And it doesn't I, and look I like a real it, jersey. I mentioned it in the ch- in our in our chat last night. I was like, bro, I love Heat culture. I love mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. do not shove it down everybody's face. Yes. Like, but, don't all do right, it. but but here's on, but here's. Here's here's the deal. Well, go ahead, Italy, and then I'll touch it. I'll touch up on it to finish it off. I'm okay with if it's like a shirt, a warm up shirt, you know, in the shop somewhere too. I'm okay with that. But putting it on a jersey like that, and I usually love almost every single jersey that he put out. I'm not a fan. I say just keep it on the shirt. Listen, it's like <laughs> what Mike. It's like what Mike be saying in the chat. You can buy it at Nyo Que Barato. And Balsang, which Italy, you don't know those stores, but if I were you, I'd Google them, and you'll know exactly what we're referencing on oh, when he, we're talking he's gonna about these know, places. He's going to know when he comes in 2024. Oh, we're yeah, taking, no, those We're taking Italy to Gnocchi Barato. Yeah. So <laughs> All right, here we go. So, so here's the thing, right? And, like, you know, I'm growing to be a Heat supporter, and, like, I've always liked the Heat. I've always supported them, I guess. But I really, first of all, like, I'm not a big fan of the culture thing. Like, vomit get out right and i get you true though i get i get it i get it i get it before you keep going before you keep going there's only two teams personally that i think have that culture slash ideal franchise in the nba off the top of your head chris can you tell me who they are the heater one baby okay no what's the other one the spurs it's the heat yeah, and yeah. the first. Those, yeah. those, those are the franchises that you want to follow. They do it the right way. And the Spurs, it's even more amazing because they're not even a big market. So um, well, yeah. To, to, to finish okay. off my opinion, the, the to finish off my opinion with this heat culture jersey, all they're doing is they're they're pandering. And yeah. people are gonna eat it up. People yeah. are gonna no, eat it up. No, if, you're, if you're if you're if yeah, you're if you're a if you're a decent if you're like uh uh, if you're just over the hump of bandwagon fan and you're just understanding this whole heat culture stuff, 
you're gonna fucking eat this jersey up big hey, Danny, Danny, you it's know a product buy that jersey? it's a product you know That's who's gonna buy is. that jersey the two dudes that were sitting behind me that were ecstatic to go down oh. to the to the culture the <laughs> what is it the the courtside club uh what, what used to be hide now it's the courtside club oh they got the passes and they're like Oh, oh yeah. my God. Let's go we're down buy there and buy $28 drinks. Yeah. Let's go. And then we're going to go buy $200 heat culture yeah. jerseys. Yeah. No. That's man. the guy they're that's going to eat buy. it up, Look. man. And then, I, it, yeah. They're they might eat it up. All the marketing of all the people who hate it, like us. They're going to get all the yeah. marketing from us. They're going to make but a lot I, of money I, off that. But you know what? I, I think I, I differ from you guys in the aspect that I don't, it doesn't bother me as much that it says heat culture. Like, I think it's kind of weird that they're throwing it in there, right? But it doesn't bother me as much. I just think that the design was lazy as hell. Oh, how yeah. do you go from, yeah, how do you go from and these, everything? Yeah. From these yeah. Vice City jerseys to the mashups, which I think were the most creative and best idea ever, where the fans themselves can choose their own numbers, fonts, and colors. Like, how do you go from that creativity to this shit? But again, like, that's where, but that's where, listen. When any heat-related product comes out, if you just slap culture on it, no, no, you're selling, this is horrible. You're selling thousands. You're selling thousands. This slap is horrible. Culture. I don't know, man. I don't know. Even I, if they, um, even if they, I think they yeah. would have taken out the word heat and le- literally just left culture, I think it would look better. But even with, with the heat, game in that culture. picture, wearing that jersey, like that team don't scare yeah. me. It looks like I'm. It looks like I'm. I'm showing up at you know no, at, just, at the uh, J. Or yeah, at the J, and I'm just gonna play some game with some boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Yeah, man. And I didn't even oh, realize that that had Dame on it. But I, I wanted to get a look of it with players on it, and it doesn't change, man. Yeah. I, that, like, I think that was a great uh, example uh, or analogy that, um, that Solana made, the, the JCC yeah. Optimus jerseys, for sure. All right, I mean, well, we're, yeah. we're about to wrap this up. So we felt good, but I, I did want to, before we uh, move on, preview uh, the next couple games. So mm. we come on, for those of you listening, every Thursday night. And we're going to recap, obviously, the week that was, any new news, and all that other good stuff. So from here till then, we have four games. We have the Celtics tomorrow night. Then we have the Timberwolves. We have the Bucks. All these three games are away on the road. And then we have a home game against the Brooklyn Nets next Wednesday. So in those four games, we have two big-time games. Tomorrow against the Celtics. And then on Monday against the Bucks. Probably the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. So you, Really quick, we're going to know more or less where we square up against those big teams. What are you guys looking forward to and expecting in the next four games? You can even give me a, hey, we'll be good if we go two and two. Anything, what do you come in, uh, Solana, for the next four games? Uh, I mean, I think it's obviously Boston and, and Milwaukee are going to be tough. I don't think it's going to be a clear picture of, of what of we can not. expect. Early. Of what it's we early. can expect. Exactly. It's early and there's players missing and and but, but it's gonna be interesting. It's always interesting to see the Spo versus Missoula, you know, matchup. Yeah, so I'm really yeah. interested to see how that goes and to see, you know, Spo always saves something. So he, if you didn't, if you didn't, I don't know if you didn't notice, but we didn't go to a lot of zone yesterday. So was he no, saving? Is there, is, yeah. is there a new? Straight is there man, a man. new scheme, defensive scheme that he saved for mm-hmm. you know specifically for a Boston for a Milwaukee? That's what I'm more excited in these games. I'm not really. Like, like I don't really care if we win or lose. You know these next three or four games. I'm more excited to see. You know what can Spo show me that's new? What are the new guys exactly. going to show me? And exactly. if we can if we can scrape out a win on the road, you know one or two wins, great. But if not, I just want to see. You know, just something. 
if that yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. What about what about you, Italy? What do you think? Uh, what do you see coming with the next four games? What's your sort of prediction? Uh, Spo always surprises every, everyone. There's always something that he that he does, especially in third and fourth quarter. I think we'll win two out of four games, and I just want to see the depth from the bench. I want to see if they can match up early against the Bucks and Celtics. I want to see more of, of Hero a little bit as well, and I just want to see the emergence of Bam and Duncan's connection. I I really we didn't see a, enough of Hero last night, but I, mean, I want I, I want to see more. Shots. But I want, I want to see. I'm not giving up on him. I'm not giving no, up I'm not, on him. So. I'm not giving up on him either. I just, oh, yeah, yeah, but I, there's more to come. I think there's more to come. I, I just want to see everyone grow. Chris. Grow. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you I, I do think that this is going to be somewhat – the first 15 games, I think, are somewhat going to be a showing-out party for Tyler Hero. And I think that um, the, the game against the Celtics and against, uh, and against the Nets – those are going to be two games where he's going to be able to definitely capitalize or at least try to. Um, I, I mean, those teams, you know, for example, the Celtics, they they went against the Knicks by four points. The Timberwolves, um, the Timberwolves, if I'm not mistaken, I think they lost in a close game, very close games in their first games. The Bucks and, uh, and the Nets also by one point they lost. So, like, at this point, we really don't have an idea of – what we're facing in terms of like monsters or not for sure for sure but but i think that for tyler hero those two games are going to be big and i think that for bam of course the bucks is going to be a freaking huge game for him it's like it's like solana said this is going to be uh a couple games where we're going to really see where your medal is right well i think i think it's weird because i think if if the Heat lose to the Celtics and the Bucks, everybody's like oh, it's early in the season. But I think if they beat the Celtics and the Bucks and win both those games, all of a sudden yeah. everybody's like, oh, oh, oh we For got sure. something here because yeah. those are big wins. So I get it. I get both aspects. Uh, I I do. I am curious to see how the whole Damian Lillard game on Monday goes. I mean, he yeah. dropped thirty nine yeah. tonight, and uh, you know he was looking good with the Bucks already tonight with thirty nine points. So that's gonna be fun to watch. And I'll probably be there next Wednesday for the for the Nets home game here in, my, in Miami. So uh, looking forward to that also. But yeah. look, if, if, as long as they they can stay afloat, two and two, going to this episode three and two next week, which is still good. And I think you know, so. I, yeah. I just want to see Tyler Hero be more effective or efficient. Kyle Lowry stop doing nothing, and uh, Bam to be a little more aggressive. You know, you're shooting that well. You got to keep putting him up. So. Yeah. Uh, that link does it for episode number two of the Batter Heat Fans podcast. I think a little better than number one. And uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about next week. If you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. We appreciate you taking the time to join us all the way to the end. Please leave a comment, subscribe, five stars, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please leave us a like and a subscription. Go ahead and subscribe. subscription. Go ahead and subscribe. And until the next one, have a good one. See you.